Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sign up for a six-month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five-gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single morning celebrates the people here in coastal Mississippi who are working so hard to make this a better place to live, work, and play. I can't tell you how much I enjoy bringing Coast View to you every single morning. As I was saying to some friends earlier, uh, this opportunity to connect to the community and, and, and bring you people who are making a difference in the community is really an honor. I, I, Kyle and I, as we repeatedly talk about, uh, we get more from this show than, uh, than, than, than you do, I bet, because we get to listen every single morning and learn and be, uh, be you know, motivated and inspired by, by our guests. It's just, it's just terrific to have this opportunity. Um, we're going to have uh, Chef Austin Summerall here join us in just a second. I just want to real quickly share something that a friend of mine on Facebook shared, Christina Carter Burks, a very dear friend. And I thought this was really good. Don't know the source, but it's it's something to really pay attention to. And here's what it said. Mindset. It is all about mindset. From the moment you wake up in the morning to you rest your head at night, everything is up to you. Your emotions, your thoughts, your perceptions, your reactions every moment. I thought that's pretty powerful. It's all about mindset, and uh, that's just something to take in, take into mind. Now, if you want to get a positive mindset, you should spend some time with Chef Summerall, who is uh, the co-owner and chef of the White Pillars Restaurant and Lounge in Biloxi, and he's uh, my dear friend, and well, good to have you back, Chef Austin. Thanks, Ricky. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's good, good to see. You. Well, look, we're gonna we're gonna come back in just a second. You recently won the 2021 King of American Seafood Award, and uh, you've gotten a lot of positive press as a result of that. Before we, we're going to get to the details of that in a second. But why don't you just tell people what the, what that award was all about? So um, they've got it set up so each state has their own competition. Um, we actually. The last time we competed was in 2019 for uh, for Mississippi. Now they didn't have one in 20 because um, of the pandemic, and they didn't have one this year either because they couldn't get it together quick enough. So we actually got second in 2019, which is how we uh, we ended up competing this year in uh, 2021 um, Great American Cookoff. So uh, each state has the opportunity to send a representative um, to uh, compete, uh, and it has to be seafood. And it has to be American seafood. Um, and uh, you've got one hour to prepare it. You can't do anything ahead of time. So um, it's pretty intense. You know, we went all the way down to the last second. Um, but it's, uh, it's really fun. I'm a competitive person. So it's, it's fun for me. I, I enjoy doing that kind of thing. So, you know, you and I, we talked about your cool path that, that led you to opening this incredible restaurant. Uh, you're from Macomb, Mississippi. But let's just let's do a little bit more about your wife this time. So tell, tell me tell me about her. She uh, she's from the coast originally. She's uh, she's just off the screen here over here too. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's from the coast originally. Um, you know we we met at Ole Miss. 
Um, and uh, she's she's always been, you know, my, my biggest supporter uh, for the restaurant. You know, I've, I've been working in restaurants. I've been a chef the entire time we've known each other. So she's used to the late nights and the, uh, the long hours and all that kind of stuff. And um, we uh, lived in Birmingham uh, right after we got married. That's where we moved and, and kind of thought that would be where we would live uh, you know, forever. We bought a house. I, I had a good job over there and um, she was working for uh, the University Medical Center. And um, we just kind of had this draw and this pull to come back to Mississippi. Um, you know, we want, our, our goal was always to open our own restaurant. And whenever we really started talking serious about that, it, it was, you know, there was never a doubt in either one of our minds that it was going to be in Mississippi. So we started looking at, uh, at different areas of the state that we felt like would be great for a restaurant and uh, kind of landed on the coast. Um, you know, she has obviously her, her folks live here and with family and stuff that's in the area, which is an added bonus. Um, but, you know, we just felt like it had such a love and passion for food um that it would be obviously a, you know fertile ground to open a restaurant so that was kind of you know that was kind of our mindset and then you know we, we talked about laughing last time every everything happened so quickly once we made that decision you know it was it's been a roller coaster ever since well you know she let me add too that she went to the university of southern mississippi she became a nurse right and uh you you actually had gone to new york to to study there and uh, and ultimately, you get you guys landed in Birmingham. I spent a lot of time in Birmingham. I was originally born in Birmingham, but ultimately was president of a company that had some media responsibilities in Birmingham. So I knew the Hot Fish uh, Club really well, and the the reputation of Chef Chris Hastings. And uh, you know that was a that was a great, really defining moment in your in your sort of development as a restaurant uh, tour, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. He, uh, uh, you know, big time mentor for me. Um, you know, he, his cooking philosophy and mine really line up, which is the reason that I went there to begin with. Um, and you know, and, and that is that you know, it's great to know where your food comes from, but you know, we like to try to take it one step further and really know who our food comes from and have relationships with those farmers. And uh, you know, I feel like it gives us a, a leg up on our competition because you know they're they're always you know they're they're really our friends of ours and that they'll be serious with us and they'll shoot us straight and say you know uh, for the oysters for example you know the the salinity might be too low this week maybe we need to wait a week to get oysters or or it's perfect right now get as much as you can that kind of thing and uh the honesty there and the communication i feel like you know gives us that uh that little bit of an edge to have a better product but it also you know it, it if you get down to it, it's the way that everybody should, uh, you know, should approach food. You should have a have a lot more thought go into, you know, where and who that's coming from and how it's handled before you get it. Um, you know, because that's you can't. I can't make a tomato taste any better. You know, it's yeah, it, it is what it is when we get it. Um, you know, obviously we can cook it and that kind of thing, but you know, as far as like raw product and a tomato, there's nothing I can do um, to that besides, you know, cut it and put salt and pepper on it. Um, so, you know, I think that's, I think it's really important. So that was kind of where our, uh, our philosophies lined up there, which made a lot of sense. Um, and then, uh, you know, he, he took me under his wing. He, you know, he taught me not only the, you know, the cooking side of the business and uh, how to run the restaurant, but, you know, the business side too, and how to do the numbers and hiring and, uh, all that kind of stuff too. And I, I think that was invaluable information. I couldn't have 
done what we did, you know, open your first restaurant um, without the, you know, that kind of that bond with uh, with them. And her, him and I are still very good friends. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a, a crazy question. That's usually one of my first calls. Well, you know, what's what's cool about your story, Austin, is this, that when we talked before, I remember really having this like big time impression. Well, first of all, as you know, when I was in high school, I worked at the White Pillars. I knew the Mladenovich family, so I sort of understood the history of that incredible, iconic building that you're in now, that you guys have worked really hard to preserve and make sure. I mean, it's literally like a museum today. But the way that if you track that back in your and sort of your your path to get there, the time that you spent you're being raised in Macomb, I remember, and then of course your family had a horse and cattle ranch in Liberty. You loved fishing and hunting, but that sort of salt of the earth boyhood and you know this very formative years that you had was kind of a really important foundation to put sort of that New York experience and then the Birmingham experience and all that in perspective as you come into this iconic place called the White Pillars, isn't it? Oh, for sure. And, you know, I think it's, you know, Mississippi just has the, that that way of putting its hooks in you that you're just never really going to get, uh, you know, get that out of you. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's our home and it, it's a place that we really love. And this restaurant is an opportunity for us to, uh, you know, to put that on the big stage um, and then kind of tying back into the competition. It was a way for us to say, hey, you know, look, look here, guys, uh, you know, we're not playing around in Mississippi. Um, you know, we, we've we've got, you know, some really talented chefs and um, we've got some of the best seafood. Uh, and just food in general of anywhere around. And uh, so, you know, it's it's always been our goal to kind of push towards that. And uh, this was a really cool opportunity to do it on a pretty big stage. Pretty amazing. In the second half, we're going to talk more about the 2021 King of American Seafood Award and what, what's really involved in that. I also want to talk to you in the second half about experimentation that you're doing. I mean, it's it really, I watch, I follow you on, on Facebook. And, um, you know, the, the photos that I see you guys posting, you've made art uh, out of food. You know, obviously the food tastes good, but you're you're literally an artist. Do you see yourself that way? Uh, I do. Uh, I think I think you kind of have to, at least at, at this level. Um, I always say you eat food with your eyes first. Um, and, uh, you know, and Facebook and Instagram are, you know, great marketing tools for that. Um, you know, everything's kind of, going towards you know that as far as um you know advertising and all that kind of stuff i mean and it's it's you know you get in what you put it uh you get out what you put in kind of thing on that so it's, it's cool we do like to utilize it love to hear that you uh, you follow and you see the stuff um but uh but yeah it's uh you know i, I do um kind of see that uh, as my artistic outlet and everything like that you know it's, it's very important so I want to. I want to. We'll talk a little bit in the second half. We'll talk a little bit more about how you approach that, and uh, it's really interesting the way you put certain kinds of food together, et cetera. So we'll get into that. But this is Chef Austin Summerall from the White Pillars Restaurant, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the American Seafood Award. See you after this. Coast 
you on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm, I'm having a conversation with Chef Austin Summerall, and uh, he's he's a good friend of Coast View. Come on back in, uh, Chef, and let's 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 engage you. Hey, I was doing. I gave a talk earlier today to a group of people, and one of the things I shared with them was this quote from Steve Jobs, and I want to share it with you because I think it it really speaks to the passion you have to bring to the table to be a great chef. And here's what he said. It says, marketing, this is Steve Jobs from Apple talking about this. Marketing is about value. This is a noisy world, a complicated world. We're not going to uh, get many chances to get people to remember much about us. So we have to be really clear about what we want them to know about us. Apple can't get there just talking about we're better than Windows or about talking about specific uh, technology. He said, Nike did it best. They talk about great athletes and great athletics. So where does does Apple fit into the world, Steve Jobs asked. We believe people with passion can change the world for the better. And we bring that to to sort of your mission. And what really stands out is that, man, there's a lot of noise in the restaurant world. I mean, there's a lot of competitors and whatever. But you've brought that sort of salt to the earth, artistic chef capability that you have, that creative capability that you have, and passion to what you do. And you want that to be the thing that separates you from the other pe- people. You really believe that, don't you? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, as far as like the restaurant community and stuff goes, you know, we feel like that, uh, you know, we're as much part of that as anybody else. And, uh, you know, the new restaurants and everything that are coming, coming around and all that kind of thing. We don't, we don't necessarily see it as, uh, you know, competition in, uh, in a negative way. You know, we, we want to be a part of a, you know, a bigger change in our community, um, towards, you know, higher quality food all around, you know, not just at White Pillars. And I think, you know, you, you do that by pushing yourself and, uh, and your staff and uh, to, to you know, strive for that perfection. Obviously, we, you know, fall short just like anybody else. But uh, that you, as long as you're pushing for it, that, you know, the people around you are going to have to try the best they can, too, for the same thing. Um, so, you know, we feel like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Um, in the way that we, you know, we want the, the restaurant scene as a whole on the coast um, to just, you know, be forced to step up. Um, you know, I think there's a there's a good base, um, but there's always, you know, room for improvement. We've had we've seen a lot of new restaurants open up that are doing something that's kind of similar to what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we, we we're flattered by that. Not not, uh, you know, mad or anything. You know, it's, I think it's cool. It's well, awesome. what, what's cool about what you're saying is you're, you're right. I mean, you want people to come to coastal Mississippi and see coming here as a really special experience as it relates yeah, to the food destination yeah i mean i was gonna say like like new orleans for example when people right. go there they have a great when people go to new york 
you know, I spent a tremendous amount of time in New York eating at some amazing restaurants. But we're getting competitive in that kind of way. And and I say the the better the restaurants, the more passion there is for doing incredible cuisine, the more the bar gets raised. And that just raises your game because you got to right. compete in that world. You know, it's like you know, I shared at the beginning of the show this note from Christina Carter Burks. She talked about mindset, but it is about having the mindset that you're going to be successful. And I, and I say this all the time about successful people. You tell you show me a successful person, and I'm going to show you someone who's burning the midnight oil. You got to work. It's not. It, this is not easy, is it, Austin? Oh, 100 percent not. And um, you know, you, you have to be passionate about it. There's uh, there's no room in uh, in this business, and uh, you know, I'd like to think probably lots of other businesses too to be you know halfway in. Um, you know, it, it's got to be something that you love, uh, and it's definitely something that we love. You know, I I feel like that my desire to have a restaurant almost came for a, more from a love of entertaining, and then food almost came second to me. Um, you know, just kind of in a roundabout way, is that I just I, I enjoy having a room full of people with smiles on their faces. I mean, there's just not, I don't think there's anything that beats that, um, you know, and it's, it has nothing to do with money. It ha, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's that experience. You want to provide an experience to people. Also, I think that's a great way to say it, actually, that, um, you know, f- food is sort of the tool you're using, but at the end of the day, you're trying to create a great experience. And right. when you think about the pictures that you post of people sitting around the table enjoying their company and enjoying the surroundings in this literally museum-like building that is the White Pillars. Um, it, you know, you, you, it seems to me that you're reaching that goal a lot these days. I mean, I bet your, well, your satisfaction so rate is high. Does. Tressie does a lot of our social media stuff. She's, she's very good at it. She posted uh, one maybe a week or so ago, um, and it was a video that we had taken uh, just a little over – probably four years ago um, when the space was empty really before we started any of the finishing restoration stuff the kitchen was you know dirt floor that kind of thing and she kind of did a video around the dining rooms and into the kitchen and uh, we decided because um, it was almost exactly four years ago and uh, to do another one full of people chefs in the kitchen and that kind of stuff and I, man it, it's it's powerful especially to me i mean it, it's huge I mean, it's really really cool to see uh you know because it's like this like energy shift um when you get that like hum of uh you know people enjoying the, you know their meal and their experience i love it it's a synergy the synergy of the moment Absolutely. man it, it's a p- pretty cool thing so how do you win how do you win <laughs> the king of American seafood award. So, um, you know, it, it was something, you know, obviously we don't do anything halfway and, uh, we don't go to any competition to lose. Um, but we knew it was an uphill battle. Um, you know, there was a, a, a lot of chefs there that have a lot of credentials, um, and that have been around probably a lot longer than we have. And, um, including my mentor, Tori McPhail, uh, or one, one of my culinary heroes, um, was the chef at Commander's Palace for 20 years, longest uh, running chef that they've ever had there. Um, he was cooking right next to me. I mean, that is, if that isn't, it's not a little nerve wracking. I don't know what is, but, um, you know, we, we, uh, we kept saying we're, we're going to go big or go home. 
Um, so, you know, we, we decided to take a risk. We did, um, we did snapper as our focal point of our dish and, uh, we did it three different ways. So you only had to serve one plate. We decided to serve three, um, as kind of a, uh, progressive and cohesive meal and a way to utilize different pieces of the snapper. So we, uh, we, uh, used the, the filet, we used the buns, we used the cheeks, we used the jowls and we used the ribs, um, to kind of show off the versatility. And, uh, and one of our cooking practices is to, uh, you know, nose to tail and total utilization and all that kind of stuff try to use up you know as much of the product as possible and be as true to the seafood as we can so um yeah we ended up plating these three different plates and you know they're they're filming the whole time and they've got commentators and everything like that and they're uh you know go, going around and they're that i hear them while we're plating talking about how you know if you go too complicated and you know you mess up one little thing it's going to take you out of the run and you know that you know the more things you do is the more things you have to do perfectly and i couldn't help it but i'm like yeah, i feel like you guys are talking about me and uh, so it's a had a little little comedic break uh, during our one hour, and um, but you know we got got to the point where we felt like you know all of our flavors worked, um, you know, and it, it showed off some versatility. And uh, I actually had Tressie there cooking with me. Um, you know, we couldn't. You were able to bring one person, but we couldn't bring a, a chef. They all had to work uh, here, and so uh, we've done a few competitions and stuff like that before. And uh, so it's really cool to have her right there with me too. You know, and we work pretty well together gel pretty good so when you got done with this sort of complicated situation where any dish could have been a fail and the rest been been amazing when you got done making it did you say man i nailed it i think i nailed it well yeah, there's you get so much adrenaline pumping um at the end of that and then you have to go present it to the judges and talk about it so it it I did. I, did. I, I felt like we'd uh, we'd done what we uh, what we came to do and accomplished. Um, you know what what our goal was, and that was just to you know make obviously some beautiful, really clean flavors. Um, and um, it wasn't really until after that, you know, that we kind of settled down a little bit, started you know tasting broths and snacking on some different things, and then we we started sharing some with the other chefs, and they're like, oh. This is really good. This is like started feeling <laughs> a little bit more confident about it and that kind of thing, and. Uh, then when we went up on the stage, you know, when they're announcing the winner, you know, it's, it's, you know, they go third, second, first. And uh, so, you know, each time they would announce somebody else, it was, you know, so, okay, so we either won or we didn't place at all. And it's just this like, you know, huge like tension building and everything. And uh, I would have probably lost it, but uh, my six-year-old Ollie was there in the crowd, and of course, like standing right up in the front. And as soon as they announced us, he, you know, he, he broke loose from my parents and runs up on the stage. And I just put the crown on him, or I probably wouldn't be able to take it. <laughs> but uh, that, that, it was, I saw uh, that. It was that a was great such, moment for sure. It was. It was a special moment. But you know, it's interesting though. So you you took a big risk. You said we're going to go big or we're going to go home. You went big, and you won. So, what is it about the creativity side of what you did? You know, the, whether it was the combination of flavors or what was it that the judges really loved? Well, I think it was, uh, you know, really kind of staying true to the uh, to the product. Really, you know, of each of the three, the the snapper was really the highlight of the dish, um, and to kind of show its versatility was really our uh, our goal. You know, it's kind of crazy. You don't know what everybody else is going to do. We got there, and like four or five other people were doing snapper. Like, oh my gosh, you know, either either look at it as an advantage or a disadvantage. You know, if you if you do it better than everybody else, it's going to set us apart. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you, know, you don't want to get lost in that. Um, 
So, you know, we, we felt pretty confident going into it that if we were able to execute it, we'd at least have a shot. You know, it, it's it's all opinion. Um, but we, we felt like it was delicious. And um, so, yeah, that was, you know, it was, you roll the dice. I, I love that you rolled the dice because what it did is it separated you from the others. There was embedded in that uh, a message about sustain, sustainability and sustenance, which is really an important message. We want to we want to use as much of you know, the the fish as we possibly can. Right. Uh, use as much of the you know the the hog as we possibly can. It's an important message, isn't it? Well, another another cool thing too, and uh, I felt like it set us apart was we actually used uh, pottery that was made at the Ore Museum, and then my uh, my sous chef made us some boards that we set the pottery on. So we actually had things also made in Biloxi that we plated on. That is so awesome. That is. I wish we had more time together today, but buddy, I really appreciate you spending time with us, Chef Austin Sumrall from the White Pillars. Congratulations on your 2021 King of American Seafood Award, and to Tressie as well. And uh, good luck to you as you go forward, buddy. Thank you so much. It's always always great to talk to you. You bet. Take care. See you soon. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.